0: Well, hello, podcasters. Uh, today was a kind of a busy, busy news day. The impeachment articles were were filed right at the top of the podcast, and I love them. I love them, and we'll explain why. Ted Cruz was uh, also with us. Uh, Mark Levin. Uh, we talked a little bit about that. We went through the IG report and the inaccuracies. They're not inaccuracies. They're lies. And we expose all of it on today's podcast.
1: You're listening to
2: the best of the Glenn Beck program.
0: The senator uh, from the great state of Texas, Senator Ted Cruz. How are you, Ted? Glad, my friend. Always great to be with you. Thank you. First, uh, your your comments on the articles of impeachment, abuse of power, and obstruction of Congress.
1: Well, you know, it, it reminds me a little bit of, of Sherlock Holmes' famous uh, dog that didn't bark, hmm. which is which is, I think, the, the these articles of impeachment represent an admission of failure on the part of the Democrats.
0: I think so too. Just two,
1: three weeks ago. Uh, you, you, you may remember that, that, that every Democrat in Washington was u- using the word bribery. They were saying bribery over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. The reason for that, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee had focus grouped it. They'd done focus yeah. grouped and, and polled it, and they discovered that bribery was really bad. And when they said bribery, people reacted understandably badly and said, oh, I, I don't like bribery. And so so in a 24-hour period, just about every Democrat in in the House began saying bribery, bribery, bribery. Here's the problem. They don't have evidence of bribery. They don't have evidence of of, of criminal conduct. And as the hearings went on, they brought in one witness after another after another, and, and they couldn't prove what they were alleging, in significant part because the president released the transcript of the phone call on the face of it, and there's nothing illegal or criminal in it. And, and it came to really a, a really revealing moment this weekend, when the House Democrats put out a 55-page memorandum in which they, they they called it a scholarly uh, memorandum, oh. in which they argued that that for impeachment you don't have to prove any criminal offense or even any law was violated. You don't have to prove that the president had a speeding ticket. Uh, that instead they said you could just abuse, uh, impeach for amorphous abuse of power, which is what they just did a few minutes ago. What that reveals, you know, as you know poker, you know poker, Glenn. Yes. In the game of poker, if someone has a tell, it's when they have a really bad hand and, and they reveal it, they twist their ring or they pull on their hair, or they do something to reveal, I got a terrible hand. The Democrats have a tell. They're revealing that they haven't been able to prove any, any, any of what they said they were going to prove but they're going to impeach the president anyway because they hate him this is a partisan exercise and and it's been nothing but a partisan show trial uh... for months but but the good news is once the house is done with it the senate's going to take it up and this is going to be thrown out this is going nowhere and every democrat who who is voting to impeach knows that this has 0% chance of succeeding in the
0: Senate. So here's the thing that I want to talk to you about, because you did a great job on uh, meet the press and, and they just would not let you speak. uh, And they mocked you for it. And this is what I hope we do find out in the Senate. Uh, I know Grassley, Johnson and Graham are starting to put together witness lists that they want to uh, dig into the Ukrainian uh, scandal Uh, And the first person they want to uh, bring on is uh, Chalupa, the DNC operative. Uh, The other one is Andrei Teloshenko, who have had on this program before, who tells a very different story. Um, uh, Can you explain why the media should not be laughing at the uh, the 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 claim that the Democrats were using Ukraine to interfere in this election?
1: Well, sure, and 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 the simplest answer why the media shouldn't be laughing is is that it's a fact and they're supposed to be journalists. Uh but they're not journalists anymore. Most of the media, they are propagandists. Uh they don't pretend to be fair and objective. And and the reason they're laughing, the reason they're mocking and attacking any claim about Ukraine is they're terrified. Uh you know, on Sunday when I did meet the press, I, I've done meet the press a lot of times. Chuck Todd knows how to be a, a, a real journalist. He's capable of asking questions that are real questions. I've never seen Chuck Todd panic as much as he did on Sunday, and the, all of the media is panicking because they see the Democrats case collapsing and they're running like rats from a ship. So he, here's the game the media has played. is they for the past several weeks, they try to pose uh, to anyone in Republican, Republican politicians or anyone else. Are you saying that Ukraine and not Russia interfered in 2016? They try to pose it as a binary test so that anyone who says, well, yes, aha, you're a fool, you're denying the Russian interference. Well, look, that's utter nonsense. Let me say unequivocally, yes, Russia interfered in our 2016 election. Russia is not our friend. Vladimir Putin is a KGB thug, which, by the way, the Democrats and the media were apologists for during the entire Obama administration. Uh They suddenly discovered Russia Russia are bad guys. I'm glad they did so after about 70 years of kissing up to the Soviet (laughs) Union and Russia. (laughs) But... The fact that Russia interfered in our election does not mean that nobody else on earth did also. We know for a fact a number of other countries have actively interfered in our elections, including China, including North Korea, and including Ukraine. And the simple facts, so in 2016, uh, in the fall of 2016, the sitting ambassador from Ukraine authored an op-ed published in the Hill blasting Donald Trump. The Ukrainian embassy pushed that out on their official, on their official website. That is very very unusual for a sitting ambassador to try try to inject themselves into the middle of an American presidential campaign. Not only that, publicly the sitting interior minister of the Ukrainian government was blasting Donald Trump. The former prime minister of Ukraine was blasting Donald Trump. Two parliamentarians in Ukraine held a press conference where they accused their government of illegally trying to influence the U.S. election to help elect Hillary Clinton. Those are all facts. And As, as, as you note, know, a de- Democratic operative who worked for the DNC was meeting re- repeatedly with the Ukrainians, and it is at least alleged was coordinating closely with Democrats and Hillary Clinton to attack Donald Trump.
0: This week, the uh, the House has finished their show trials and now moved into the articles of impeachment. And it's on its way to the Senate, uh, where it's going to be taken apart. Rumor has it that Trump wants to do this uh, before Christmas or during Christmas. I think he should demand prime time. I think he should be in the balcony someplace and he should let everybody know i just might blurt some things out everyone should watch this if the republicans do their job and you actually have a fair trial i think it changes the whole world but did you know you're you're probably if you've been making phone calls on verizon or att or any of these groups you may have helped finance some of this stuff You're helping finance abortion, open borders, gun confiscation, and impeachment because companies like Verizon donate millions to left-wing causes. Patriot Mobile is the only cell phone service in America that donates a portion of the monthly bill to conservative organizations fighting for the values you believe in. Now, you would think, well, you know what, I'll, I'll go ahead and just make my own donations. No, it's great to have a company where they can make millions of dollars and donate it. And here's the key. You will pay less than what you're paying now. In some cases, far, far less. The choice is really clear. Switching to Patriot Mobile, it is easy. Keep your number. Get reliable. Nationwide service. No hidden fees. At patriotmobile.com slash Use the promo code ZFREE. Or call 877-367-7524. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Promo code Z3. You also have have a court case in Ukraine. The guy who was the head of the Anti-Corruption Bureau, which was partly funded by George Soros and put together by our own administration, Hillary Clinton, um, Barack Obama, uh, and running through our Justice Department, you have the head guy of that on tape saying that, yeah, I I was, uh, uh, you know, working to help Hillary Clinton win the election. He yeah. and another guy were were both nailed and uh, and uh, uh, and found guilty of interfering with the U.S. election. They say that this was overturned. It wasn't overturned. They just couldn't give them a sentence because in Ukraine, you can't go after um, a sitting parliamentarian. Uh, And so they both walked away, but it was not overturned. And we have it on tape.
1: Yep. And you know what, Glenn? The media knows all of this. I, 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 I mean, it was in January 2017, Politico wrote a long expose about Ukraine interfering in the election. The reporters now a reporter at the New York Times. CBS wrote about it. The Economist wrote about it. The Financial Times wrote about it. All of the media know this. And back when they were just trying to report news, going, of course they'd report it. Today, the reason they get so hysterical when you say it. Is because the Democrats' impeachment case is collapsing, and, and number one, Ukraine was was interfering, trying to benefit Hillary Clinton, and all of the all of the the mainstream media wanted Hillary Clinton to win, so they agree with that interference. That's interference on their side; they're okay with that. But but number two, they are desperately trying to preserve the narrative. I have to say, it has been hysterical to see the media screaming. So, so if you acknowledge the facts and what you and I just said, there are simple facts. They scream that you're a Russian asset, mm. um, and it's it, it, you know, that, that was a, that was a quote from the Washington Post on Sunday where they called me a Russian asset. John Harwood, the the reporter at CNBC, who even among mainstream media reporters is remarkably partisan, he was so bad he got NBC fired from hosting Republican debates in 2016 because he's just he, he can't resist letting his, the, his partisan bias come out, he sat out on Twitter and said, well, now Cruz is just a mouthpiece for Russian propaganda. That's no,
0: ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I've been proudly against Russia, and I know you have been, uh, at least in my case, since 1964. So please stop with this nonsense. Let me ask yeah. you this. Uh,
1: uh, well, in my office, there is a 15-foot-wide painting of Ronald Reagan standing before the Brandenburg Gate, and uttering the most important words of, of this last century, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I, I mean, you go back to the Obama-Mitt Romney debate.
0: I know, I know. Where,
1: where Romney was rightly pointing out the dangers of Putin in Russia, and Russia, and, and Obama looked at him and said, Mitt, the 1980s call, they want their foreign policy back. The, the, the Dems are, are apologists for Russia, but they've taken it on as convenient. And listen, the fact that they get so hysterical is tells you something. Deep- revealing. It yep. shows how scared they are. They they, so, they don't have any evidence and what 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 they are going to do next week, which is vote to impeach. They decided they wanted to do in November of 2016. So it's it's unrelated to any facts. It's not related to right. evidence.
0: So they so Ted I I've, I've got less than a minute here with you and I just want to ask you cuz you started the conversation off with we're going to throw this out in the Senate. Please tell me that that was that you are going to hold an, an, an impeachment trial and expose all of this stuff in the Senate, won't you?
1: We will have a trial in the Senate. Unlike the House, where there was no due process and no fairness, I believe the Senate will be much more fair will allow both sides to present the case. So the House Great. managers can present their arguments, but we're going to allow the White House and the president to present their defense. I believe that means if the president wants to call witnesses, the president should be able to call witnesses. If the president wants to call Hunter Biden or the whistleblower, whomever the president wants to call, we should allow both sides to present their case. And then on the facts, this is, this, this is going to be thrown out because the Democrats have not not They're abusing the Constitution. Not only have they not exactly. proven an impeachable offense, they know it, and they're just abusing the, the Constitution for partisan ends.
0: Great to talk to you, Ted. Thank you so much. Senator Ted Cruz, uh, you can follow him at cruz.senate.gov. Thank you for uh, whoo, clearing that last one out. I was afraid they were going to throw it out. I'm glad to hear that uh, Ted is saying they're going to have a trial, and they should call the whistleblower and chalupa. And everyone else involved, because I think it destroys the DNC.
2: The best of the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Hey, it's Glenn, and you're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. If you like what you're hearing on this show, make sure you check out Pat Gray Unleashed. It's available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. All right, the articles of impeachment have been filed, and here they are: abuse of power, the president using uh, the powers of his office for personal gain, ignoring uh, the national interest, which is based on your opinion. Uh, if you believe the president didn't have, didn't want to know anything except Joe Biden didn't care about where our eight billion dollars went, didn't care about. Uh, The obstruction or the uh, the uh, throwing of the election in 2016 and the the actual collusion with the Democratic Party. If you think that was all personal, if you think that he was only going after Joe Biden because he was a candidate and it had nothing to do with making sure that the vice president wasn't enriching his family. At our expense, Go ahead. Try to prove that. I don't know how you're going to, but try to prove that. Pat Gray joins us, along with uh, Stu Bergier, our executive producer. Um, The second one is obstruction of Congress. Not obstruction of justice, but obstruction of Congress. This one is truly laughable, because the president can obstruct Congress. They're an equal branch an equal and separate branch. So the Congress cannot tell the president what to do. And the president cannot tell Congress what to do. They can try and they've tried over and over again for the last 200 plus years. But the Supreme court has decided over and over and over again. It is absolutely the president's right to not
3: allow people to testify or turn over records. David French wrote about this, and is, you know he's exactly what you outlined. Both parties have asserted this immunity for generations. Listen to this. For nearly a half century, the Office of Legal Counsel of the Department of Justice has consistently opined that, quote, the president and his immediate advisors are absolutely immune from testimonial compulsion by a congressional committee <laughs> on matters related to their official duties. OLC has reaffirmed this position more than a dozen times over the course of the last nine administrations of both political parties. Um, uh, William Rehnquist, uh, when he was attorney, uh, assistant attorney general, uh, did this in 1971. He said, The president and his immediate advisors, that is, those who customarily meet with the president on a regular or frequent basis, should be deemed absolutely immune from testimonial compulsion by a congressional committee. They may, uh, may not only may not be examined with respect to their official duties, but they may not even be compelled to appear before a congressional committee. Jeez. This opinion was re- reaffirmed by the Clinton administration in 1996 and by the Obama administration in 2014. As the Obama DOJ explained, this asserted immunity is rooted in the constitutional separation of powers and in the immunity of the president himself from congressional compulsion to testify. Since the president is the head of one of the independent branches of the federal government, if Congress could force the president or one of his immediate advisors to testify, then the president's independence and autonomy from Congress would be threatened. And that is as open and shut a case as you can possibly imagine. There is no grounds to impeach the president on obstruction of Congress. Mm -hmm. It's their job to do an investigation if they want to do one. If, but they, don't have, they can't force people associated closely with the president to come and testify. That's just not how it works. If you want to do that, you can go to uh, the Supreme Court and you can have them rule on it on individual cases. Is this outside of their everyday duties? There are some ways you can get around those things, but the court has to rule on them. Several of these witnesses that have been called have asked the court to rule on it. And uh, the Democratic Congress said, no, that's going to take too much time. We gotta get it done. Christmas break or whatever their argument is. Um, it is an open and shut case on that one. I, I, it's an embarrassment, and it shows how weak their hand is that they would even try that as one of these articles of impeachment. So I talked to Ted Cruz. You can hear him on the podcast
0: uh, later today. But I talked to Ted Cruz about an hour ago, and he said we are absolutely going to take this up, and we have questions now. Um, there are three senators that are starting to put together uh, the uh, uh, a probe. Uh, and a witness list, uh, the first two on their witness list, uh, Chalupa, the woman who was at really, I think, the head of the DNC um, collusion with the Ukrainians, and Andrei Teleshenko, who worked first for the prosecutor's office, then was transferred and worked for the embassy here in the United States for the Ukrainians and has details. We've talked to him on the program. He has details and names and times and places of what Democrats were there and what they were doing with Chalupa and what was happening uh, on this collusion to throw our 2016 election and throw Donald Trump under the bus. Now, if the Democrats, uh, uh get their way and the republicans do not truly open up everything and they don't investigate the whistleblower uh the collusion with the democrats if we don't uncover all of this and come with an answer a satisfying answer the republic is deeply deeply hurt now i want to you know they they like to talk about the constitution and their and their constitutional duty um, here uh, in Congress right now, but what does the Constitution say that there are three jobs in the preamble? What are the three jobs pat of the of of the government uh common defense, provide for the common defense um, promote promote the general welfare, welfare and and
3: secure no 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 no
0: fixing <laughs> up the uh, declaration
3: with the preamble.
0: Uh and promote the general welfare. Provide for the common defense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Promote welfare. the general welfare and uh geez, now I forgot it. Uh and um Promote domestic tranquility. tranquility.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Providing for the common defense. so hard to
3: remember tr- tranquility because we haven't
0: seen it seen in it for so a long. long. Time. Uh are, are they providing mm-hmm. for the common defense?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I think I think some of the things like civil society 2.0 and the State Department is is hurting that, but they yeah. are providing for common defense. Okay, we have the Air Force and the Navy and everything else. Are they promoting the general welfare? No, I don't think so either. Look at what the headlines are in the UK. In the UK, nationalized healthcare is falling apart. the The big story is the kid that was sleeping on a pillow. Out in a hallway because there was no there were no beds in the hospital for him, it's completely falling apart over there, so you know pr- uh, promoting the general welfare no uh and promoting domestic tranquility we all know that's the exact opposite the of what exact opposite ever i'm gonna put everybody in that boat I'll put everybody in that boat, knowing that some are are not shouldn't be in that boat but let's all look at our own parties and say, are you promoting domestic tranquility? Now, how do you do that? You do that by well, pretty much doing the opposite of what everything in Washington is happening right now and in the media, and that is look for truth. Domestic tranquility is all screwed up when you don't know what the truth is anymore. When there is no absolute truth, when there is no arbiter of truth and justice and fairness, when it is all in question, there is no domestic tranquility. Now, I want to take you not just to what has happened and these, these two unbelievable charges um, that anybody in the media who is telling you, well, these are pretty serious charges, they're lying to you. They are absolutely lying to you. They are disappointed to the core because there's nothing to these charges. Uh, Now, let's go over the IG report that also came out yesterday. So the IG report came out and said that the Russia investigation began as justified and unbiased. But then something happened along the way. Steele, the DNC, FISA, the FBI all went off the rails. And they they put this 500-page report out. And they are they said that there are 17 inaccuracies or errors that were made. And when you hear some of these errors or inaccuracy, remember, we're talking about going to a FISA court. This is a secret court. This is so... Uh, anti-constitutional it's sickening but this is a secret court and the fbi went this should have the highest highest standard for any kind of uh warrant so they go to this secret court and they go and they say we have to know this stuff because this presidential candidate Looks like he's doing some really bad things. Okay. But let's remember, we're dealing with the, pre- the possible president of the United States. We're asking the courts and the FBI to get involved in an election. I am totally fine with somebody getting involved, the FBI, and vetting. If, if Donald Trump would have been in bed with Russia, it would have been really bad And he should have been impeached if that were the case. And I like the fact that the FBI will look into these people. However, their omissions or their inaccuracies all amount to the FBI lying to the court. And some of them are really, really bad. For instance, they omitted information the FBI had obtained from another U.S. government agency detailing its prior relationship with Carter Page, including that Page had been approved as an operational contact for another agency from 2008 to 2013, and that Page had provided information to the other agency concerning his prior contacts with certain Russian intelligence officers, one of which overla- uh, overlap with the facts asserted in the FISA application. So in other words, the FBI came to the court and said, Hey we got this guy he's talking to Russian agents, and he's working for Donald Trump, and we just we just really need to wiretap okay well, is the are you sure the guy's not working for us or any other agency? No- mm-mm, not working for any other agency. Well, that's not true. Are you sure he hasn't said anything about working with these people for us? Has he ever reported any of that? No, he hasn't done that. Well, they knew that he did. Now, is that just an inaccuracy, or is that a lie? Well, one of those, you can say, is an inaccuracy. But wait until you hear the 16 others in the one conversation with the courts. This is the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, it's Glenn, and if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. Hi, it's Glenn. If you're a subscriber to the podcast, can you do us a favor and rate us on iTunes? If you're not a subscriber, become one today and listen on your own time. You can subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. So the impeachment articles have been filed today. Abuse of power because the president went for personal gain against the national interests no way you can prove that no way you can prove that uh in fact i think you make a strong case that all of it was for the national interest uh and i'll get into that a little bit tomorrow the second is obstruction of congress No, they don't say obstruction of justice they say obstruction of congress because he didn't let people testify well neither did congress Uh, But the reason why he held them back is because the president has a right to. In fact, many of the witnesses said, look, I have one branch of government tell me to testify. Another branch of government tell me not to. If Congress wants me to testify, they got to bring it to the court. If the court tells me a third branch that I have to testify or not, then I'll do it. They didn't do that because the courts have been very, very, very clear. When it comes to one branch over the other, they have the right to say no, unless the third branch gets involved and says yes. And it's been decided in our courts over and over and over again with the language along the lines of clear rights. So they're not going to be able to... To prove uh, uh, corruption or uh, what was it, uh, ad- obstruction of Congress. Now, you want to talk about you want to talk about the national interests. You want to find out if the the national interests are there and if anyone has abused power. Tonight at five o'clock, I'm going to show you how the Congress has abused their power in unbelievable ways and nobody seems to care but that's all going to change as soon as it goes into the senate now mark levin who is uh you know co-founder uh, of of the blaze with me blaze media is on this like white on rice oh my gosh is that racist i mean that is why racist, white yes. rice and not brown rice mm,
3: thank I don't you know. very much it's
0: uh, just like white and brown on on rice It's just like that. Mm. He's been all over this. I want to give you a little piece of what he said um, about what's really happening in this impeachment and what it's really all about. Listen to this.
2: No president in American history has ever been treated like this, let alone a president who's facing impeachment. No federal judge, all 18 of them that faced impeachment. They weren't all found guilty, but 18 of them have ever been treated like this. This is the most grotesque abuse of power by the House of Representatives under the control of the Democrats we've ever seen because it is a silent coup, the purpose of which is to remove a duly elected president and disenfranchise the almost 63 million people who voted for him. The reason the Republicans are are all united, all united, from all parts of the country, some more conservative than others in the House, they're all united. Not because every single one of them loves the president, but every single one of them is 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 absolutely flabbergasted by what 's taking place in this phony House of Representatives
0: hmm. This is Mark Levin from his Blaze TV show. He is very clear I hope to have him on today at uh, five o 'clock if we can make our schedules uh, match uh, he 'll be on, and I really want to hear him on these on these two articles of impeachment. I mean, he's a constitutional scholar mm-hmm. and
3: I think these two are absolutely laughable. The second one is complete garbage, garbage, That's garbage, garbage. I, the first one, I mean, I don't believe, and I would not vote for it, but I mean, at least you can, it, the abuse of power has been a commonly uh, constructed idea in the past, but I like your, your analysis of this. And I like Mark's analysis of this. I just wish I could get them in one place Maybe under one particular subscription. No, impossible. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying it's possible. I'm just, I'm no, just like it would, take a, it would take a It's near group, Christmas. It would take a group of
0: people like, I mean, it would be great to have like Dave Rubin. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. Steven Crowder. Yeah, yeah. All these people, you know, get it like 40 people together. Now you're getting ridiculous. I'm yeah, just saying I mean, you, know, it would you and be, Mark would be great. You, you couldn't get those egos mm-hmm. to do it. I mean, no. my ego to share a space oh with somebody like, You're no terrible. Way. I never way. do that. In every way, you're terrible. Unless you went to blazetv.com and subscribe for blazetv.com. Yeah, Not then,
3: then I want to spend the whole thing. I'd rather save $10. What would I do then? Well, you'd have to use the promo code Glenn. Mm, yeah.
0: Wow, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Save uh, $10. And you get what... Stu says is a dream come true, Mm -hmm. and so much more, (laughs) as we will be announcing uh, in the coming days and weeks. We're really excited about what we have to offer you at uh, blazetv.com. All right. So what haven't we covered
3: today? So we've gone through the entire IG report Mm -hmm. and given you pretty much every single one of the Mm -hmm. major errors, uh, quote-unquote errors. I love this. Yesterday, I was reading the New York Times story about this, and they're going through the inaccuracies inaccurate they called this one they called an error and Mm -hmm. i want to i want to understand how this is an error it was an email that a quote-unquote low-level staffer uh edited the email to take out things that did not agree with their fisa application
0: this error was then replicated on multiple didn't just mm.
3: like change a comma
0: no no changed and print and, and wrote in the reverse right of the of the uh, of the line,
3: that's not an error. No, okay, that is an intentional act. The uh, errors and intentional acts are not the same thing. Like carry the one. I forgot to carry the one. I forgot. It, it I was, forgot. It was I, a mistake. I was trying to do something right, and instead, I mis—I made a mistake, and it was wrong. That's a, thats an error. This is. I was trying to do something wrong and succeeded. That's not an error. This is like the Keystone
0: Cops. You know what we should do? We should just take all of. The footage of Mueller, his team, Congress and the hearings and just speed it up so it looks and put it in black and white. Mm -hmm. So it looks like those old Keystone cop movies, because that's really what you have to believe, that this government is so inept that they would make these. What is it, 17 or 19 inaccuracies, which all go one way. I mean, it's one thing to say they're making errors and they're making errors if it cut both ways. It's an error. Mm -hmm. If you have 19, quote, mistakes, and one of them goes for this way, one of them goes the other way, but 19 mistakes that all happen to favor one
3: side, that's statistically impossible. (laughs) It does seem to be that way. It is. Um, A couple of other things from this report. One being, the dossier was central, according to the IG was central to how they acquired these fisa warrants which mm-hmm. is a big deal yeah. um uh, and the and dossier was uh shown to be really you know the piece of crap that we kind of all thought it was in that they went to try to actually figure out how many of these things were true the only things that were true in there were publicly available um information which is embarrassingly pathetic i mean I, if you can't get right. you, none of the things that that came to this report the golden shower no they were not able to confirm that one. Huh. In fact, they had uh, witnesses—not uh, witnesses of that because it didn't happen—but people who were uh, in places to know and actually said, "No, actually, that's the opposite of what happened. That right. didn't happen." Right. So that's a big—that's a kind of a big deal. And, and, and it also shows like, why, would anyone, for any reason, hire Christopher Steele for anything after this? I mean, he was trying—he was charging a fortune to get. Uh, high-level information from sources around the world and came up with literally nothing except for publicly available information. I mean, Fusion GPS got really ripped off. Well, I guess the DNC got ripped off at the Did end of they? it. Uh, I mean, now it comes to this, right? They've got an impeachment uh, potentially out of it. Uh, so it is uh, it is central. But he didn't do anything, right? Like, he pushed an agenda, but he didn't actually get them any information. And that's pretty pathetic. No. No, they have the information that the DNC
0: got from Fusion GPS. The information they had. If you had a decent press, who would say we're going to? Even if it was exposed, because uh, what was it? What was the website that uh, just exposed it uh, and just published it? And then CNN, yeah, BuzzFeed, Mm -hmm. and so CNN said we have to do. Okay, so what you do is you say these charges are out. We're going to let you know what these charges are, but we're not going to discuss this. We're doing our own investigation into this report, how this report came to be, and we're going to try to corroborate any of these things. They didn't do that. Mm -hmm. They didn't do that. So the the, the DNC got what they wanted. The other one that they were working on was in, in Ukraine. They wanted to bring down Paul Manafort. And I'm telling you, there's one thing I can't put my finger on, but I'm telling you, Tony Podesta is involved in this. He, I think, has done the same things that Paul Manafort did. And because I cannot explain why the day that Paul Manafort thing (laughs) breaks, he closes up shop. One of the most important uh, uh, lobbyists in Washington, D.C. He turns the lights off, fires everybody, and says this is our last day. Goodbye.
3: Oh, man. And that was really weird. I mean, it, w- it was reminiscent right. of like, you've got a, a dictator in, in control of a country, and they come to you and they say, hey, people with torches are walking this way. There is a plane on that tarmac. You will never return to this country. Do you want to get in it? It's yeah. that type it was of scenario. That, it was so weird. He just All of a sudden, he just abandons ship Mm -hmm. Leaves behind this incredible business, Mm -hmm.
0: and no one ever asked another question about it. So how does that happen with Tony Podesta? Why? At the same time, when he's doing the same job that Manafort is doing. Mm -hmm. With a lot of the same people. With the same people. Ones get paid, the other doesn't? Very, very strange. Really, really weird. But what did they get? They got the same thing as the Steele report. They get a report that is so badly put together and so obviously um, not real that when they go to court, the FBI
3: doesn't even use it. Doesn't even enter into evidence. The
0: the Justice Department told the DNC, all we need is another reason. If you just give us any reason, it doesn't have to be true just has to be something that gives us reason to open this up because we blew another case. But we could take it again if you give us a reason to open it. And so they did. But it was such a bad reason
3: that they never even used it in court. Mm. And one last, I think, important takeaway from this. Uh, the, the big headline from the mainstream media is that they found no political bias in this report. That is not, not however, true. the truth. What, no. they, what they found was, what they said was, we found no political bias at the, the, uh, the beginnings of this report. It's not started because of political bias. However, what they said is documentary evidence of political bias. They could not find that, which is, in other words, me saying, like, if I text you, Glenn, and I say, hey, we got to start, start a movement to, to take Trump out, anything at our disposal, go for it. Right, like that is something that you would do, and it sometimes does happen in these investigations. They actually catch people saying it that overtly. Mm-hmm. They didn't catch them doing that here, but there's something that happened where this this investigation started. Some of it was for legitimate reasons, and some of it was for and legitimate beliefs. Political. But went political, or at least followed the exact path it would have taken. If it was political bias, well, it's hard is, to imagine it was something else. Let
0: me just give you let me just give you this one line. Remember, the media is telling you that they found no political bias. Steele's handling agent told us that when Steele provided him with the first election reports in July 2016 uh, and described his engagement with Fusion GPS, it was obvious to the agent that the request for the research was politically motivated. Hmm. Okay. And they went along with it anyway. They went along with it anyway. And And didn't tell FISA, the FISA court, that very fact. Mm -hmm.
2: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.